focusing on an emerging generation of kings. Genesis 2 from verse 23. After God brought the woman to the man, Genesis 2 verse 23, Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Verse 24, therefore a man, a man not another woman a man not a boy a man not a toy oh you guys are not giving me witnesses this after this morning a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become what Shout aloud, and they shall become what? One flesh. And both Adam and Eve were both naked, and uh, naked, the man and his wife. So he specifies that this was a, a commitment, a covenant. So it wasn't just a man and a girlfriend and a man or somebody that he really likes, a man with somebody who had the beach body, and uh, yeah. So they were both naked, the man and his wife. And were not ashamed. Alright. Now let's go to Revelation chapter 4 verse 11. Last week I showed you something about sex. The purpose of sex. Right? Right? Yes, Alright. I need us to respond better. Right? Yes, and the first thing I said was the sex. God gave us sex for pleasure. One of the things I didn't have enough time to explore last week was to show you. That God did not just create sex for our pleasure. God created sex for his own pleasure. Look at your neighbor. Say God is pleased when you do it. Some of you are like, pastor has come again. Look at your neighbor. Say this is how we do it. Edit this. Proverbs 5, 18 to 19. Cougar. God is pleased. When you get to do it with Mrs. Cougar. <laughs> Some of y'all didn't get what I just did. So I'll be like, ah, may you marry a good woman. I, like, I want a lioness. May you not marry somebody who's just a lioness in the war room. But she has no lioness prowess in the other room. Look at your neighbor. Say lion everywhere. Lion. Say lion in secret places. God is pleased when you do it the way he intends. He's not pleased when you do it. He's pleased when you do it God's way. At God's time, with God's person. I'm not saying when you do it with a man of God. Ah, that's God's person. <laughs> Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of your youth. 
So the fact that you love her body does not mean you are committed to her soul. Or that you have a covenant with her life. What is the scriptural premise for God being pleased when you do it the right way, the right time with the right person? Revelation chapter 4. Revelation chapter 4. Verse 11. It says, For thou art worthy, Revelation 4.11, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created what? All things. And by your will they exist and where who created sex who created sex are you sure all right so why did god create sex for his pleasure <laughs> nakama When those of us who are married do it, God is glorified. Oh, come on. Hey, yeah, yeah. Is God not glorified? Mr. T. <laughs> GB. <laughs> Some say heavy. For you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. Now, who designed the iPhone? We'll say Steve Jobs, right? There was a team of designers, engineers, researchers, and all. So, Apple. This Apple is powerful. Computations, movies, iterations, documentation, and all of that. Now, if I was to throw it on the floor like this. Come on, guys. Okay. If I was to go like this, you see, I already say, ah. When you are using the iPhone of God's sex randomly, angels will go, ah. So the iPhone is good, but don't play ball with God's phone. Look at your neighbor, say, how are you using God's stuff? God's stuff. I didn't ask you to clap, but if you want to clap, you can just clap well. When you are toying with God's design, do you, do you get the picture? Do you get the picture? God made Pilar is wearing very nice shoes. It's going to take a long time for you to remove the shoes. So let me borrow Pilar's glasses. Can I borrow your glasses? All right. For his pleasure. It looks nice on her. But if I was to scratch it on the floor. Huh? Would it look good? Would you feel I'm like a really great person for scratching on the floor? But some of you want to deal with your sex life. You are doing I'm a piano with your sex life. You are doing tutu to do pepper snare. Zazu. 
Thank you. Pure water. So, get, get this now. Sex was created for God's pleasure. But when it's not done according to his will, in the NKJV he said, by your will, they exist. When it's not done according to his will, then God is not pleased. Just like an Apple engineer is not going to love it if I keep throwing this up and down on the floor, or I scratch it on the floor, or I throw it inside water. The fact that it can survive water does not mean I should take the risk. Are we getting it? So it was for his pleasure. Now don't forget, the Bible makes it clear to us that anything that is done, that is not done in faith, does not give God pleasure. Are you aware of that? We find that in Hebrews chapter 11, right? It said, without faith, it is what? Impossible to please God. So this begins to explain some of the things about sexual compatibility. That sex that pleases God is sex that is done by faith. Do you understand? Somebody who's single, say in the name of Jesus. I believe by faith that my sex life will be hot. Oh, some of y'all didn't talk about that. If you're a woman, say, I'm going to give it to my husband real good after marriage. It's the hypocrisy that is going on that I don't understand. Let's do it in turns. All the men, men, stand up. Say, in the name of Jesus, my sexuality is by faith. Things will rise by faith. Say, I keep myself pure by the wisdom and the grace of God and the discipline of my body. I will save my seeds, but when I find the right ground after marriage, I will scatter it on her. when you save that seed and has become thick Jabala it's a drop of waste substance it's all this water watery watery asparagus water water code red Women, it's your turn. Stand. Single women. Single women, stand. Then we'll come to marriage people. Say in the name of Jesus. I keep myself by faith. I am not relieved. Say I'm not a relief center. 
For any man I'm not married to. Say this place is locked. Until the right man with the right key. With the covenant cups in marriage shows up. But when he shows up, I will open up. Rivers will flow. Married people stand up. Married people. Men and women say we are married. We must do it. Say it louder. Because let me tell you, let me tell you what some of you guys might not know. Some of you are single. You feel like when we get married, ah, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It will be flowing. <laughs> Responsibilities, business, legitimate disinterest sometimes. I am sure. Say, I am consecrated unto God and to my husband and my wife. Say, we will do it to give God pleasure. We will do it with faith and works. I will walk it. She will walk me. Why is on some assaulting at the back? <laughs> Say in the name of Jesus. Because I didn't want to derive God of pleasure. All things were created. Say because I didn't want to derive God of his pleasure. And my husband or wife of pleasure. We will do it often. We will do it with faith, with passion, with fervor and focus. We will plow the fields with diligence and excellence. Somebody give God praise for. This answers many questions. Sex was created by faith. We know that all things were created by faith. So when it comes to sexual compatibility, we do not need to experiment. Do you understand that? Please, let's not adopt worldly strategies. This is the deal. After you get married, I hope you know that the likelihood of God is rushing my way. Do you feel the glory? Wave after wave. I didn't know the breeze of God. The likelihood of your body is changing. The likelihood of your body is changing after marriage. Very high. You know that. Men and women. Especially in Africa. Are you aware of that? So let me come to the men first. Some men, they get married. I mean, we're going to be eight years in May and I'm still like... Funny enough, I've actually put on some weight. Currently, we're about five kilograms bigger than I was when I was when we got married. And I remember two years ago or so, my niece looked at some old pictures of us. I said, Pastor Demi, you have changed. 
That's why I have a chain. So I say you look different. I say how? Say you look better. <laughs> so I actually put up about five kilograms, but you wouldn't know because I think my body just has a way of I don't know, yeah, hiding stuff. But you know, if I fast intensely for a couple of days, some of you just like, Pinam's like, are you fine? Are you fine? <laughs> right. So some of us have this kind of bodies. Others don't have this kind of bodies. When it comes, it stays. <laughs> it abides. It tarries. So if you got married to a guy because of his chest and his packs, right? And then due to your culinary skills, your lovely and efficacious display of ingenuity, in offensala, okra, ewedu, even though you're finding a way to do Begiri, from Badagri, or wherever. And all of a sudden, this guy's stuff begins to grow. His belly. It's like the both of you look pregnant at the same time. And then, the moves he used to make before, you know, there was no obstruction that time. So the appendage. Now, there's an obstruction. Certain things may have to be adjusted, lifted. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> Before the administration uh, can happen. Look at some and say, even then, it has to be by faith. Come on, guys, talk to me. Yeah, I like people are laughing. All I know is whether you laugh or not, just receive the truth. So you be like, ah, shola, shola. Oh, shimi, bushiman, shimi, tele. Ah, shola. Shola. That means, shola, shola, you are not showing me the way you used to show me before. In other words, you're not doing me the way you used to do me before. Guys, bodies have changed. And sometimes, not just the body, the mind has shifted. I don't want to scare anybody, but can you take this? Can you take it? <laughs> eh? Let's leave it. Men's meeting, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll say the general. I won't use the graphic. There's a graphic illustration, but I won't use it. See, that thing, that part of that appendage, that tool, <laughs> that pen they used to write. The pen is strong, huh? Y'all didn't get that. That I used to write. For it to become turgid, it needs about two tablespoons of blood. Now, it look like it's just light blood. Now, nah, we can even do uh, blood transfusion and all. No, it needs to flow organically so it carries the, the hormones required for thrill and pleasure there. When that blood is flowing, it's flowing from a part of the body. Oftentimes, the brain... <laughs> That's why in that moment of release or ecstasy, a man can almost promise you anything. Oh, you're not getting this. My the Kayamata is a deal. That if you get somebody in that place of utmost vulnerability, they can tell you their life secrets. Some of you know what I'm talking about. It's the silence for me. So everybody would say, oh yes, it's Rebilla, how did you know? <laughs> 
at that moment, every man is like a child. PJ masks. The boy is on a patrol. Right? Now, a lot of that rush happens. Honeymoon, you're fresh in the marriage and all of that. As life begins to grow and things begin to happen, you don't have so much blood to release that part of your body. Are you following? Because you're thinking more visionary things. That's why if you've been married for longer than three to five years, longer than three to five years, you have to pay attention to your sexuality. To the regularity and the frequency. It's no longer going to be on auto. In fact, sometimes you will lose count. <laughs> you know, initially you used to lose count of how often you did it. Later, you start losing count of the last time. You now go and look for diary. Oh. <laughs> I'm joking. It shouldn't be that bad. But for some people, it gets that bad. Now let's talk about the women. Because guys, guys say, I will have a healthy sex life by faith. Say it, guys. You know, we're very visually driven. So, oftentimes, the first thing that gets your attention about a girl as a guy is a part of her body or her carriage. Isn't that so? First thing. Now, you might now like her as a friend or partner or worker or ministry and anything later, as in you can appreciate the inner attributes later, but oftentimes, is that true? The first thing that gets your attention is the body. Isn't that so? Yes, sir. Men, isn't that so? Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. David, is that so? Put it on the spot. Is it true? All right. It's the way we're wired. Don't forget, our first encounter with Eve was that we saw her. So, it does not mean you are lustful. You become lustful and start undressing her. Yeah. Or you start imagining other things. So either maybe have a face, or her body, front, back, waist, anything, body. Let me promise you under God that nine out of ten ladies, that body you saw will change three years into marriage. Oh, I'm not ready for this today. Give me some accompaniment. Are you getting what I'm saying? So don't you ever think that the way she was, the way you saw her, mm, some of you like slim, some of you like hips, some of you like Manchester. Right? Whatever it is you like, there's a 90% chance it's going to be modified. Either by a few inches bigger, most, more, more times bigger. More times. Are you ready? Yes, sir. So, if your claim to a healthy sexual life is believing she's going to remain in that posture after you have planted too many seeds in her, pumping her with natural hormones, Some of, don't let me scare people. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Don't come into me, come unto me. You've, you've pumped her, pumped her, pumped her. You not even give her a baby. 
the baby changed her body. You now say, I don't really find my wife attractive again. I was. <laughs> but what's the point? You cannot pitch your sexuality on what eyes can see. Get that, get that. Get, it's important for you to get that. And so one of the major things you realize about God's pattern for sex is that the premise for sex is faith. If I'm not sleeping with you in faith, if I cannot bring the name of Jesus to that encounter, I most likely should not be doing it. Are you seeing what we're saying? One of the things that helped me in my struggle, one of the things, is the conscience of Jesus. Now, the conscience of Jesus does not mean I'm feeling the Holy Ghost or I'm feeling a wind. Is this thing you want to watch now? Eh? If Jesus should ca- if Jesus is here, oh. so you're like, ah, Bros. J, please, one minute. <laughs> Are you following? When you have that consciousness of Jesus, how many of you know that it tailors your behavior? So some of you sometimes I'm coming into the hub and then you see me coming and then you just arrange yourself, you just you know start forming tongues or something. La la ba la ba la la ba la ba la ba la ba. My presence is helping. Are you seeing that? So why does the enemy take advantage of this? Let's go to First John chapter two very quickly. First John chapter two. See what it says from verse 15. Do not love the world. From verse 15, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all, let's read verse 16 together. For all that is in the world fades. The lust of the eyes. The lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the so the world wants to see before they commit God wants you to commit before you see so it occurred to me the last week I didn't talk about nudes okay and we talk so like pastor don't go there now I'll go there nudes so the guy says ah oh yeah show me something show me something show, show me some love and now they have all this stupid Instagram contests you know why they pay people for the person that can show their body? Why are you acting like you're completely oblivious? Some of those fallen hip-hop people. Right? That show this or show this or show this or show whatever. Because the world wants to see. John says, all that the world, for all that the world can offer us, the gratification of our flesh, the allurement of the things of the world, and the obsession with status and importance. None of these things come from the Father, but from the world. So First John 2, in the NKJV, it says, the lust of the flesh, if it feels good, do it. The lust of the flesh, the desire of the flesh, the craving of the flesh. This is the reason, have you observed, that once you have been touched in a certain way, or once you've been tampered with in a certain way, at moments in your life, your body wants to feel like that again. 
Have you noticed? Either touched by someone or you did a touching. In fact, the funny thing is that sometimes, even in cases of abuse, that you found disgusting. At another time in your life, you are looking for somebody that can stir that up again. Is somebody following this? Oh, come on, give me better feedback. Because it's the lust of the flesh. It's the desire of the flesh. The flesh has been exposed to pleasure on a certain level. So it craves that. It will. Now, once you see something as a need, write this down. Human beings will break their rules to meet their needs. The devil did not tempt Eve with clothes. Because Eve did not know she needed clothes. The tempted Eve with food that you cannot go for 24 hours without feeling its absence. So he used the fruit as the icon, the avatar, the emblem, the substance to activate desire because the enemy cannot master your action but it can master the patterns of your action by tampering tampering with your desires it's master of desires what is lust strong desire passionate desire so he puts it in the flesh don't forget you know there's something many believers often forget what is that thing they often forget that the devil was there when God made man. And that there were conversations in the council of God concerning, are you seeing what I'm saying? So, if you think the devil is dumb, the devil understands anatomy, physiology, biology, psychology, persuasion techniques, hypnotism, mind control, NLP. For some of the masters of mind control are not believers at all. But when they operate in the soul realm, it will sound as if they has been spiritual. Some of you know that in the secular world, one of the persons I've studied is Tony Robbins. Some of you know Tony Robbins. I tell you, I'm like, maybe the only two human beings that I think are like as powerful in terms of presence and in terms of composition, as Tony Robbins. But you know what? He's not an anointed person. If you go to his events, I've been to his events, you will feel what looks like an anointing. You will chant and shout. You will be in a state. But I, I discern in my spirit, you might, you might know Jesus in my life, Jesus, but it's not the anointing that he's using. I mean, he says before he goes on stage, he goes, uh, help me, Lord, or give me grace. But he said, there are many lords who... There are many lords. In fact, Jesus said, not everyone who calls me Lord, Lord. Right? It says all of that stuff. But I discern, and I said, this is, a, this is a master of the soul. This is a master of the soul. The soul realm is so powerful that it can look like the spirit realm. It's so powerful. In fact, it can generate results that are similar. We're supposed to have a conversation. But I think I'm already answering your questions. It can look like the spirit. How do I know? It can look like the spirit. Because Hebrews 4.11 says, The word of God is living and active. And it discerns sharper than any double-edged sword. And divides between bone and marrow. Thoughts and intents. Soul and spirit. That 
means if you don't know the word, you will not know which one is anointing and which one is demonic aura. You will not know. This is the reason many ministries where miracles are emphasized as the primary thing hardly raise long-lasting disciples because disciples are not fed by miracles, they are fed by the word. And it says the only thing that has the capacity is not even man's intuition. How do I know it's not man's intuition? Man's intuition can be muddled up. Because it says thoughts and intents of the heart, sometimes they can mix up. You intend one thing, but you're thinking another. Come on, yeah. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. This, this oftentimes happens when people sleep, sleep as in sleep into sin. You did not plan to do it. Some of you didn't plan to do it. But there was a muddled up thing between your intent and your thoughts. And the enemy knows mixtures like nobody else. So he help you mix the concoction. Galvanize it. Stir it. You'll be wondering how did this Gary become a bar? Because you put hot water there. Oh come on people. He's saying the only thing so far we have the living word of God which is full of energy like a true mouth, mouth sword. It will even penetrate to the very core of our being where soul and spirit bone and marrow meet. Where does bone and marrow meet? You can't tell the difference between bone and marrow. The marrow is joined to the bowl. There are ministries today that are being powered by solar energy. S-O-U-L-A-R energy. Are you following that? The preacher will preach, you will feel goosebumps, but his soul. Oh, am I helping somebody? There's some false prophets in this nation. False prophets. But most believers will never know. Because the person is quoting scripture. The word is a sword. The fact that somebody is holding the sword does not mean it's in your army. How many of you know that I can walk you into a frenzy right now? I'm not saying everybody that uses that technique is doing that. But if I see everybody raise your hand and shout Jesus seven times, how many of you you feel something? <laughs> Why? You are matter. You are electrons. You are vibrations. Have you ever felt like something was shocking you? That's energy. That's electricity. There is nothing on the outside world that does not have representation in the inner world that God calls man. Nothing. If there are mountains outside, there are high places in you. If there are valleys outside, there's depression potentially in you. There are rivers outside, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. There's light, there's life from within. The human being is a microcosm of the finest and the best of God's creation. So every other thing that God put on the outside, man has on the inside. That's why he compares it to an eagle. Eagles fly. That speaks about traps. The birds escape like the seal of fowler. He said, our soul. So your soul is like a bird. You're of the land of trouble. Do you understand? See, I understand that saved my life from many things many and that's why if i get into a space or a place or with people or whatever i'm just my, my primary assignment is to love 
And after love, I'm trying to understand the people or the place or the thing. Once you have understanding, you have light. And so it helps you with decisions and even reactions. By the way, what we call love, love is a commitment to many things, including the commitment to understand the one you love. Hmm. All that is in the world, the lust of the eyes. Why? The first time God made Adam and he breathed into him and it became a living soul. His eyes came alive. Somebody say eyes. The first thing Adam saw was God. David said, I've set the Lord continually before me. Which means, there's a level where God reveals himself to you. There's a level God wants you to keep the revelation of God in view. Are you seeing that? Let's go to Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Romans 1 verse 16. Neko zida kaba. Vuzeki Somebody is being free today. Free for life. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first, and also for the Greek. Keep going, verse 17. For in it, what happens? The righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Keep going. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who do what? So you can suppress the truth. Isn't that so? The Holy Spirit is saying, don't go there, don't go there, don't go there. And some of you have learned how to suppress the truth. Do you know why a lot of people take alcohol before they do bad things? They want to suppress the truth. Why do people go to the club with loud and banging noise? They want to do one suppress the truth why before you make dumb decisions a part of your senses have to be dumbed down why because there's the truth in your spirit but there's also the truth in your soul called conscience and this truth can be fed with things on the outside so faith in your spirit can be fed by hearing and hearing by the word of god the voice of the soul or the conscience can be suppressed by hearing voices that are not the voices of God. Are you getting that? Not the voice of God. Or by you raising a counter argument. Mm, mm, mm. No, give me the NKJV. Thank you for this, for the proactivity or proactiveness, but I'll ask for this later. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. So God is a consuming fire and many times it comes to consume the sin in your life so it doesn't consume you. By the way, how many of you know that it's good to be clean? Are you aware of that? Say it loud. It's good to be clean, right? Is it good to be clean? But can I ask you a question? Is cleaning something a clean process? Some of you miss the power of that. When you are cleaning something, the first thing that comes out is not clean water. So if you can't handle dirt, you can't handle ministry. 
Oh, y'all not clapping on this one. God will not entrust you with the clean if it's not tested you with the dirty. And I'll talk about it later. Please remind me if I forget. I believe it's Matthew 23, 25 or 13, 15. Where it says, these people, they are like whitewashed sepulchers. That's how many churches are. They're like whitewashed sepulchers. They are clean on the outside. But if you were to dig and dig and dig and dig, a lot of dead and smelly and grimy stuff. Why? Because nobody has been selfless enough to take on difficult conversations, patient enough to see people walk through the process, vulnerable enough to share their own parts in the story, and powerful and anointed enough to bring the power of the Holy Ghost to snap those. Are you getting what I'm saying now? So I have a bunch of 200 million Nigerians and on a Sunday morning they're anywhere between 60 and 120 million of them in churches like this yet tomorrow you're going to see somebody do like this and on the bumper sticker Jesus is my savior or somebody will stay back at, at work later on Tuesday and have a quickie in the toilet and go to Bible study from there to go and study <laughs> So it's messy, messy. Look at him and say, Can God trust you? Trust you in my mess? <laughs> Ask somebody, Can God trust you with my mess? Verse 19, let's go. Verse 19. Because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. God has revealed it organically and naturally at the heart of a conscience that is not suppressed or dead human beings know what is right and what is wrong I guess that's for the illustration I will need you can bring the the uh, piece of paper because what made known of God is manifest in them for God has shown it to them keep keep going verse 20 for since the creation of the world let's read together his invisible attributes Louder, keep Ken is why you're discussing during a message. Let's read together quickly. Creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even as eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Verse 21 Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God. Not were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts. Now, when a foolish heart is darkened, it's one thing for the heart to be foolish. But when it's now darkened, the heart does not even know how foolish it is. Because the darkness does not allow it to have enough light to see how foolish it is. Look at somebody beside you. Shake that person. Notch that person. Say your heart is not a foolish heart. Verse 22. What do they do now? Professing to be wise. Professing to be woke. God does not need to be woke. He wants you to walk it. He wants to be the reference point of your decision, not humanism, 
You know, humanism is, if it feels right, do it. It's your body. It's your life. Is it your life? If it's your life, tell me the day you're going to die. If it's your life, tell me the clothes you're going to wear. It's your life, but it's given to you as an extension of his life. Professor Zippowise, they became fools, verse 23. What did they do? They changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. It's talking about naturally. They began to make driven images. But it didn't stop there. So sexual immorality is actually a subset of idolatry. When you idolize the pleasure, idolize the experience, idolize the person, idolize all of that, then you want to go further. What's the next thing? Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness in the loss of their hearts to do what? To dishonor their bodies among themselves. Verse 25. Who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshiped and served the creature? Verse 26. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. For even their women exchanged what? The natural use. For what is against? Look at your neighbor. Say Adam and Steve. That's against nature. Eve and Evelyn. That's against nature. Because you know we speak, we speak about Adam and Eve. Eve and Eva is wrong forever. Say, so, well, I don't have an Adam. Can I get an Eva on the side? And I explain why some ladies do that in the first service. But sometimes the reason some ladies do that is that they feel so many hearts that many men have broken their hearts. So they need women. See if I with a woman who will kiss me and love me and taste my lips. Or a woman is a woman, so she knows how a woman's body feels. So she knows where to touch, how to touch. In my saying touch me is being hard, being hard. Said the woman tender, soft, knows the contour of her fingers, how to run it through. Uh. Says unnatural. It's against nature. Keep going. Likewise, also the man leaving the natural use of the woman. What did they do? Burned in their lust for one another, men with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. Somebody say lust of the eyes. So why is the enemy attacking our generation? Actually, has been doing it for maybe like 20, 30 years, but People are just beginning to open up and own it. Why is porn such a big deal? There are many reasons, but one of the reasons that porn is such a big deal is that you're going to find the three lusts in operation at once. The pride of life is a feeling of exaltation or relief or re uh, release that you want to feel. That's the pride of life. What's lust of, lust of the flesh? It feels good on the body. Lust of the eyes you see it. So he uses the lust of the eyes to feed the lust of the flesh and promotes the lust of the pride of life. Do you get the point? 
David said, I said, the Lord, continually before me because he's at my right and shall not be moved. Now, so when you watch porn or if you watch porn or if you have watched porn, you know, it just looks like a whole rush. Right? Uh, people don't like to answer right. When I said right, they'll be like, yes. Some of you are already free, so you can say it with boldness. Right? <laughs> or everybody just say it together so that we don't know who's where. It all looks like, ah, oh, you know, and they have all these very stupid storylines sometimes. Say the plumber came to the house with his pipe. Or, or the, uh, what do you call that one? The carpenter came with his hammer to come and nail something. Right? Have all these very stupid storylines. And everything looks very glamorous. There's no lady in that place that has any freckle or spots, no zits, no stretch marks. Oh, you're not getting it. All the men, their equipment is always. <laughs> always very large. Right? The quieter you are, the more bondage I think you are still dealing with. Maybe not, maybe not. Okay, maybe not. Yeah? But it's this perfect and pristine movie and all. Let me tell you what. That stuff is edited. Three minutes, five minutes, seven minutes, ten minutes. It took them six hours to shoot. And they caught the best pit. Uh, the best pieces or parts, the best bits of it. Before they captured that person, she had taken some drugs or some injection, some stimulation. The guy had been touching himself, touching himself for a few hours. They have to capture the vein. They have to capture the teeth. They have to capture this. So in your subconscious mind, you think it's all very pretty and pristine all natural and so you have this false fantasy in your head of what it should look like so that after you now get married if it does not look like that you think you're failing your sexuality oh can i help somebody right by the way i touched on last week but let me mention the porn industry is not about sexual pleasure the porn industry is about profiteering. It's about making money. But because they know that there's an inbuilt chemical factory in your body that they can call upon and you will answer. If there was a better way to make money than porn, that better way will become the most visited sites on the internet. Porn sites are the most visited on the internet. Some statistics are God, but we don't have enough time to look through some of those things. Give us some energy so people will not feel like we're at the funeral service. Because I'm already looking morose. Yep. There's a guy, you can, there's some videos I want to share with you guys. Uh, um, there's a guy called Joshua Broom. Broom with an E. He's now a pastor. He's now a pastor, right? He was a, a major actor in the porn, uh, porn industry. There's another lady, she's a psychologist. I don't think she's a Christian. So if you watch that, um, and she starts talking about men and man. Well, I don't think she would, but she helps people with uh, uh, pornography and all of that. She doesn't help them by supplying more of it. She, she also by taking. She calls. She's called Dr. Trisha. 
on YouTube. There's another ministry called Pure Life Ministries. And uh, I can't remember the name of the preacher or the, the minister. Um, he did a series called 20 Thoughts or 20 Beliefs that helped me break my porn addiction, something like that. All good material, but I should post them on the group so people can get, you know, people that need it or you have friends or family members. Somebody shout, there's help. Shout aloud and say, there's help. I've taught you before. Let me say it again. There is no problem that the earth can manufacture that heaven has no solution to. Not even one. In fact, the way it is is heaven has more solutions than earth has problems. Earth has not matured enough to be able to distill some of heaven's solutions. This guy made 1.1 million in six years and was given, give us those other statistics about how when you put Stan as a porn actor that they get paid a um, thousand to thousand dollars in gay porn. Let me, let, just tell me what the answer is. If um, an international company comes to Nigeria now, a gay company, a, a porn company, and they start giving people a job description, apply for job. How many of you know that you have cousins, nephews, and nieces that will take on jobs as gay actors? If they're paying $2,000 per scene. Some of you here will deeply consider it. Isn't that so? Do you know what, what is true? Some of the people in gay porn, they are not even gay. Oh, yeah. They're not even gay. But men will break their rules to meet their needs. needs. Just calculate if I have four cents in a month. Uh-uh, $8,000. Multiply to Naira. Is that not four million we're talking about? To just show up on a set. Masturbate for three hours. That's not too long. I'm already doing it for free with <laughs> Not me. I'm just saying the people... <laughs> point so now someone wants to pay me in a room for doing what i've done for free at least let there be some payment for my shame is somebody getting understanding this is why the bible says the love of money is the root so the root of pornography is not sexual pleasure it is the love of money Do you see how everything is connected? That if you have problems with your generosity, you are likely going to struggle in your sexuality. Likely. So if you have a, a struggle giving money, how will you give of yourself naturally to the one you are committed to? Believe God before you understand him. Believe God before you understand him. If there's an instruction you don't understand, just believe it first. Because sometimes your brain can be slow. Through fellowship in faith, you begin to understand why he said, don't do this one, don't do that one, don't do this one. Money is the real problem. Not, do you get that? Now, if the actors, if the actors are being paid $2,000, how much do you think the producers are getting? How much do you think the nameless, faceless individuals that part those sites, many of them are some of the richest people in the world, but they will never associate themselves with it. Some of them are deep into what they call the child one, child molestation. What do they call that? Pedophilia. Thank you very much. Them are deep into pedophilia. Many of them have underage people trapped out in their big mansions out of city. 
sickness sick with triple k sick oh breathe 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 a little you are so why are you uh, okay you're thinking about your life <laughs> Told you, if you need to talk, you better find a pastor, minister, and talk to. Some of you just need to talk. Just get off your chest. Some of you don't need it. And I pray there's nobody who's at the point of, I've heard all these things where I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> For some people, it's an instantaneous, you're out of it. For some of us, it's a picturing out over a period of days, weeks, months. But one of the things that will help you, I need to pivot because of time. Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. So what does the enemy do? We have caught Ifedak Bomola's uh, nice art, man and woman. Where's my gum? What God intended to happen, what God intended to happen between man and woman in the sexuality was for it to be so hot and so intense, so frequent and so on and on and on or whatever when they finally do it. That's why I give you so many seeds. And say, so use it in one place. So scatter it in that place. When they come together, boy meets girl, hi, my name is James and I want to bond with you. Hi, I'm Catwoman and you can... <laughs> I don't say the rest. So, they now, okay, you like me, I like you. The next thing is not to jump on the bed. The next thing is courtship. I wish I could read the research to you that validates what I taught you before. I taught you before that God did not have plans in his own mind for you people, when you say you people, all of us, but you people that are still single. It was not his agenda. God takes no pleasure in you using all your self-control to shut down hormones for 10 years. He's not wicked. So I, I did some search because sometimes, you know, and it happens with my wife. I tell my wife often, I'll be like, oh, I got this idea. I thought it was me and I checked online. Someone was doing it or I'll just say something and she'll be like, how do you know? And then we'll research it and I'll say it's true. So when I get some of these ideas, I want to um, interrogate them. So I started studying this early marriage thing and I checked. The most theologians will tell you and history, uh, historians, that the Bible does not give any age for marriage. But what the Bible is clear about is don't stir up love till it pleases. In other words, don't get into sexual stuff until you have puberty. And so culturally, go and study it yourself. Culturally, once somebody turns 13, when the woman starts menstruating at 13, if she is psychologically and emotionally mature enough Another guy who's a guy in the in the Hebrew tradition, a man, a man, a boy becomes a man at 13, the bar mitzvah. In other words, he can carry the family name or responsibility. They can get into a relationship, and within two or so years, they get married. So go and check the old English films. The old English films, young love, they were teenagers when they got married. 17, 18. I am 17 going on 19. Or oh, what's that song? I am 16 going on. <laughs> Whatever they were going on. 16, 17, 18, 19. So it was in the last 100 to 200 years they were getting married in their 20s and then their 30s. Why? The industrial complex then created another economy that most of the world would have to subscribe to. Now, 
when you were 10, you start learning the trade in your house. Tie and dye and kara making, farming or whatever. You do that till you're 13 or 14 or so. You bring a wife that you love. By 16, 17, 18, you're married. Because you already started earning. Now, let me just ask you, how many years after somebody has a regular income in Nigeria, do they generally get married? How many years after a regular income? Average. Like what? Five years. They're about between four and six years. Some, maybe two years. <laughs> so imagine if you start earning money at 13. What happens when you start earning from productivity is not just money. It's character. It's mind. It's savings. It's accountability. It's reporting systems. So you start earning at 13 and 14. By 18, you're ready to get married. Are you following? Titanic. Remember Titanic? How old were they? Jack and Rose? When they're, teenage, they're teenagers. And Titanic is set in 18 something or whatever, right? Right? This is just to let you know that that thing that you feel for women three to five days a month, for men, three to five times an hour. <laughs> it's not that bad words. <laughs> right? God wants you to have a place to offload. Yep. So what has happened is not the doing of God that you are 33. Your blood is hot. It's boiling and almost running over. There's no place to do it. Now, sir, which door can I buy? It's not God's will. So why am I telling you? Because you cannot become a teenager again. If, if you're in your 20s, you're mature enough, hasten the process. <laughs> I was going to say come quickly. But, but arrive, hasten, stop being childishly over-selective. Our hips are not big enough. Flesh will pad it over the next two years. So I want some of a bit more flesh on the bone. Look at your neighbor say, take your own. Alright, so let's let's go. So this man, this woman and this man, they've done their due process. And so they come together and uh, boom. Sex is supposed to be the glue. It's supposed to be the glue. They get together. No, make it stick very well though. Very strong glue. Mm-hmm. This is what God had in mind. He had in mind the whole time. Some of us thinking songs. We can't help it. This your glue is not very strong. I need strong glue. Who has evostic? This is what God had in mind. You have, with that person, you're one. The Bible calls it a joining. That's why you notice many times in marriage, especially marriage relationships, when a man and woman have been together for a long time, once in a while you see them and they look alike. Might be in flashes or seasons. 
physically but many times attitudinally so there were some things my wife used to do that once in a while I found myself doing attitudinally there's some things I used to do that once in a while she's found herself doing and when I say things we used to do largely our strengths have multiplied our strengths largely but when I say some things we used to do I'm saying attitudinally some things are not the coolest right well, if you want to give examples, none of your business. Because <laughs> <Huh? laughs> many examples, but just get it. They're not like major things, but they can be like um, maybe time or timeliness, or maybe resolving an issue or tension or addressing a person, and just basic things like that. But what God did this for was for you to amplify your strengths. Was supposed to be a transfer mechanism as well. And I explained last week that sexuality is not just physical. Because if people can get together and a human being can come out of that thing, that thing is spiritual. Because the human beings that come out of sex, they are not soulless and spiritless. It's not as if a baby is born. Where is the soul of this boy? We've not received the pin. What soul comes how may find a spirit? Can you find a spirit to inhabit? No. So that means that that process that produces a human being with a spirit and a soul is also a spiritual and a soulish experience. So that God can transfer the vital elements of my soul into hers. Hers into mine. Are you following this now? This is also why some of the hottest sexual encounters have a lot of emotions. Case in point, after you fought and you want to have makeup sex, all the emotions in the world, even though they are negative, but it's energy. And it's amazing how many arguments are solved, at least temporarily, with good hot sex. Some marriages are cranky because the sex is not frequent enough. Some, not all. Some, they are cranky because the sex is too much. So, so, this is God's idea. Adam and Eve. That's God's idea. Well, you see what happens? Once you've joined and you want to pull away, what begins to happen? A part of you Sticks and tears. The fact that Mola's gone is not. See? So, you sleep with that person, a part of them is there. Then you bring another one. Sister Shakina to the. Is now on duty. Instead of focusing on Shekinah, you are doing Shewanda. From Rwanda. Some people, every city, they go to the most drop seed. Diasporian exploits. People are planting churches. Some people are planting babies. And some people, they look like monsters in the soul because they are unequally yoked. 
Imagine what then happens. Now don't forget, in marriage, sexuality amplifies your strengths. Outside marriage, sexuality amplifies your weaknesses. Because it's not blessed. And so what can multiply in a union that is not blessed is not strengths, it's weaknesses. And guess what happens? Some people, give me some more glue here. Look at some and say, I'm, I'm gluten free. <laughs> more, more. Use the glue. Use it. Use the glue. Give me more. Give me more. See, this is now Shundai. I don't want to use common names. I put. Well, let's let's say Falake. Falake, give me no. Many single people are not single at all. Because they are carrying Falake's impatience, Shawanda's lust, Shaniva's pride of life. So they become legion, for they are many. And everywhere they come, they say, I don't get that girl, I don't get her. Because the girl is not a girl, she's a girl's. You all not getting what I'm saying right now. So that guy, I don't get him. Today is happy, tomorrow is depressed, the other day. Because he's a plenty nation. How? Because he's not only joined to Rolake from the club on Friday. She, he is joined to the person that Rolake joined herself to three months prior. So Francis is sipping pina colada at Quinox. And sees a kilele bakasi. Black icy. Bring brings the girl. He does one night and he can't even stand. Does one night. Ah, that girl was hot. Forget it. By the way, there are some useless men. They don't even have the dignity of remembering the name of the person they slept with. Some of you have been with some of those people. You call them, eh, hello, hello. Yeah, who is it? Uh-uh, it's me now. Who are you? Oh, you don't remember me? I don't. I, I, my body's just doing some social. Can you, can you just show the me if you sit here? Get off my phone. Sometimes you think the guy is being cold. Sometimes he's being cold. Sometimes the demon that he's joined himself to that is about to compound the shame in your life because the demon of loss does not walk in isolation walks with the spirit of fear the spirit of religion the spirit of manipulation the spirit of harassment the spirit of guilt the spirit of, he walks in the collective he walks in the community it's not a single it's an album and see all of a sudden before your first sexual encounter, you had it together. Everything was going nice and fine. If many of you were to trace the complications in your life, 
you might get to the end point and say it was the day that you slept with somebody that you had no business even saying hello to. But out of boredom or desperation or God, how could you disappoint me? When you walk now, a whole generation confused. A whole generation looking like monsters and being so obsessive with the question, what's my purpose? How will they know your purpose when you know their penis is more than... How? Can I talk right now? Identity crisis is one of the biggest problems. You know why? Because there is ungodly joying in. Joying in, joying in, joying in. Too many joints. Causing people to be disjointed. So sometimes people are just moody. They don't know why. Because they are carrying a lot of people. And the moods of those people are wave after wave. This is serious now. First Corinthians 6. So you don't think it's psychology. You know, at some point I had to do a study on soul ties because people use all kinds of manners. Uh, husband, spirit, spirit, husband, spirit, wife, spirit, whatever. Soul tie, let me just simplify it. Now, a soul tie can happen without sex. And a soul tie is not the devil's invention. There are two, three, maybe four people that should be in your life that you feel a strong soul connection to. Over your life, there will be seasons and periods. In each season of your life, maybe like three to four people are different. They will not all come at the same time because their souls don't have the same assignment as yours at every time throughout. The only person that should be consistently tied to you is your spouse or your husband, your husband or wife. Right? But we know David and Jonathan, they had a soul tie. Ruth and Naomi, they had a soul tie. That means you can have a soul tie with somebody of the same gender and not be gay. You can have a soul tie with someone of another gender and not be sexually immoral. Are you getting the point? Go all the way to verse 12 or so. Part 3. <laughs> with somebody else. Ah, I'm not sure. <laughs> now I've not seen it inside the Bible. <laughs> it's in the Bible. Okay, just to clarify, people. Ah, the in the soul tie. I think you can have bonds with people. Yeah, you can have close affection on purpose for purpose. <laughs> but soul tie. Is that a bow tie or a long tie? I don't know. I'm not sure. We don't, I, I haven't seen the example in the Bible. So, All things are love for me, but all things are not helpful. All things are love for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Keep going. Food for the stomach and stomach for the foods, but God will destroy both it and them. Please, read that next line, please. What? You eat all this breasts and all this bombs and all this six pack and all this chest. It's not for sexual immorality. There's a woman beside you say the Lord is pleased with your breasts. No, no, no. If, if there's a, if it's a woman. Please, oh, don't. Eh, man, don't. Right? But this is the point. Now the body is not for sexual immorality. Somebody said the body is not. For sexual immorality. 
some of you have never seen this before. You've read it, but you haven't seen it because I've given you context to see it now. The body is not for sexual immorality. He didn't stop there. What's the body for? For the Lord. And this is deliverance. Oh. So when you are feeling this, this, somebody said, the Lord is for my body. Some of us fail in sexual temptation because we just say, my body is for the Lord. My body is for the Lord. Ah, stop it. My body is for the Lord. Ah, it's sweet. My body is for the Lord. But if you focus on the Lord is for my body, even when your body wants to fall, the Bible says he will never give you temptation that you are not able to bear. The spirit of the Lord will give you energy. Are you following this? The Lord is for the body. But many of us have been trained in unrighteousness. So we've built muscles of fornication. They are massive. In fact, we don't have to think about now. We don't even slide into it. It just happens. Next verse, verse 14. Somebody say, I receive light. Say, I receive freedom. And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Verse 15. Do you not know that your bodies... Give me my duvets, my quills very quickly. Do you not know... That your bodies are the what? Members. Your body is a body part of Jesus. What? Yes. Shall I then take the members of Christ? So please listen. Your fornication has an impact on all of us. That's heavy. Why? Because the way God is, God is like, you know what? I'm joined to you. He didn't say Christ will decapitate himself from you. So as you are carrying me inside that brothel or that private parlor or that place, I'm going, oh. Hi. What has Jesus not seen? My people are even doing Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not. Keep going, verse 16. Or do you not know? This is the word there. Do you not know? He who is joined to a harlot is what? One body. Now, let me explain. This explains why the spirits afflicting somebody you sleep with can afflict you. Because the moment your body intercourses with that person, what's it called? Intercourse. Intercourse means that the cause I'm now into is the cause you are offering. A borrowed cause is still a cause you took. Our causes have now intertwined. Why does it say it's one body with him and one flesh? Because spirits are illegal to operate on earth without a body. Jesus said a body that was prepared for me to do your will of God. So the moment you join your body to another body, then whatever spirit they've been carrying from their village or whatever, now has access to manifest the dimension of its operation in your life. Even though you are a believer... You are not going to be possessed by the body, but you can be oppressed by the spirit. But it can be oppressed, disrupted, complicated. So you have this waste of cloudness and confusion. And you're wondering, where are these waves coming from? You open the door in your life. 
Then takes it further. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. And it's a close. So there are many people in the spirit. Kilele. You know, when Adam fell, when Adam fell, God said what? Adam, where are you? Because this Adam is not like Adamu, Idamu, Idimu. Sin changes your outlook in the spirit. That's why God said I sought for a man. Because the kind of man I'm looking for, I can't see anybody that looks like him. Oh, you all didn't get that. Oh, God said I sought for a man when there were human beings all over the world. Because the human beings had become distorted with all kinds of particles and patterns and all of that. Where's the other quilt? Where's the other blanket? I thought you guys got me something. Yeah. So in the spirit, give me, give me this. It's done. Yeah. No, the minions need to... Tr- okay, yeah, there. So instead of having dominion, you have the minions. You look like a joke in the spirit. God said to Adam, Adam, where are you? Where? Adam was still in the garden. But he was not in the image. Adam, where are you? Where have you strayed to? What's that desire? Don't forget, the enemy prayed on Eve's desire. Said it was good for food. She, she looked lost of the eyes and saw good for food, uh, uh, lust of the flesh. The day, God knows the day you eat it, you'll be as wise as him pride of life so many people in the spirit are like minions people don't get them they don't get people they have all these bouts and weights of shunda and shakila tequila jamila ice cream vanilla just look we don't get you And the worst people are the people that will start twisting the truth. If you have a weakness, tell us you have a weakness. If you are struggling, let's know you are struggling. Don't come and say fornication is only a body sin. It's only your body. Uh, it's just something light. You know why? Because spirit of deception will also enter at some point. And you start looking for scriptures to justify Some people say some things are not in the Bible. It's true, you're right. But if somebody you're in love with has to write out everything and write pages on it, maybe you're not studying them hard enough. Carry this in the spirit. For some of us, it's a quilt, a pattern of people that will. So the enemy has given us a false coat of many colors because the colors are the colors of sex we've had. So in the spirit, there's G Day there. Pepper Sne. Bado Sne. Regbete. It looks colorful, but it's such a mess in the spirit. Attacks that you didn't used to have. 
you open the door you open the door and guess what people can go years and 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 years in cycles and patterns and you know the funny thing is the enemy does not mind how is it that we don't get it how, how is it that we don't get it the material blessing cannot be the yardstick of your fellowship with God don't forget the devil was willing to give Jesus the whole world as long as Jesus worships him so the greatest testimonies are not money or cars or houses the devil will happily give you that even if you use a church to do it testimony is what's the state of your soul because that one that's the real battle what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and so the enemy will spend money to win souls it's funny because many believers will not even spend money to win souls but the devil knows the game some of you fell for the game Someone bought you a car. There's somebody here I'm so proud of. I won't mention the person. I won't look, I won't look in that direction. The, I'm so proud of the person. The person has no idea how proud of how I am. At some point in her life and her growth, somebody bought her a car. Car. Not even like, let come and sleep with me. Oh, that was not the, you know, was marriage. But prayer consultation she spoke to me she spoke to plt I prayed and discussed and all of that she, she didn't feel that this is my husband and she returned the car can somebody celebrate god's grace on that person's life some of you ordinary mr big she became mrs small chicken in the public you became a chicken that they ate and spat out the bones domino had a domino effect on you they, after they licked you like ice cream they clean the cup drop water drink cup i what they call it drink water drop, drop cup then they dumped it but there's redemption in the house today we want to spend some time and break some ties some of you are joined and see this joining is not something you carry on your head no human needs to know it spirits know it i hope you know that spirits know the equivalent light of every believer in the spirit i hope you know paul i know jesus i know who are you i haven't the, this fire you are trying to start you don't have enough fuel for it that's what those sons give us so why do you buy your fuel this virgin you don't have oil this, your oil is about to finish we don't know you you haven't roared in a dimension. Your, your voice has not roared. You haven't left an imprint in the realm of the spirit. So you are light in the spirit. So you can fall easily. In fact, it says that if your strength fails the of adversity, how small is your strength? So temptation is also a gateway. So you notice this. Many times before a major promotion in your life, you're going to have a major temptation. It's both a test and an opportunity let me go to james 1 this is so important i'm sorry i know time and all go to james 1 i'm gonna wind it down now but i just want to show you this james 1 it says uh from verse what do we pick it from 
Go to verse 10. Verse 10 very quickly. But the rich in his humiliation, because as a flower of the field, he will pass away. Verse 11. For no sooner has the sun risen with a burning heat than it withers the grass, its flower falls, and its beautiful appearance perishes. So the rich man will also fade away in his pursuit. So I hope you know that money is not, money is good, but I hope you know the devil can't give it to you, Sha. Just know that so that you have perspective. Say, the guy is so generous. He just buys me this. He bought my family this. Ladies, you have to be very, very careful. Don't let your reaction to the poverty of your ex make you a prisoner to your next. You have to be careful. Because once the devil knows, you know, I was speaking to my friend the other day, and I said to her, she said it as we were speaking. She I said, This thing you've said. You've got it because I was telling about the purpose of you know marriage and all of that. And she said, So you mean let me just give you the brief stuff. I said, Hannah wanted a child, God wanted a prophet. As long as Hannah was praying for a child, Hannah was praying for her needs to be met. The moment she said, I will give this child to you as a prophet. Hannah started praying for God's need to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because Eli had fallen, so God needed a prophet. So the moment, so you can be asking for the same thing, but you're not asking for the right reasons. So James said, you ask not, but you receive not, because you ask to consume on your own lusts. So two people are asking for a car. One is asking for the car to oppress people. The other is asking for a car to get to church early. So the moment that happened, guess what? God said, now you can handle it. Because if I give you Samuel, you will treat him like a boy. But if I give you Samuel as a prophet, you will be ready to decorate him with the maternal jurisdiction that a prophet needs for his reason do you get it so my friend says to me oh so you mean i need to understand god's purpose for my marriage before i get frustrated about the delay i said you have your head you have understood it verse 12 this is another scripture that blessed me many years ago and it keeps helping me blessed is the man who does what Y'all don't get this now. There's temptation you overcome. There's temptation you what? God said that person is empowered because he's building resistance and mental muscle. He's building the ability to handle pressure. Blesses the man who endures temptation. Why? For when he has been approved, what will he receive? He'll receive the crown of life. What the Lord has promised to those who love him. Verse 13 let no one say when is tempted i'm tempted by god for god cannot be tempted by evil nor does he himself tempt anyone so god never tempts you verse 14 but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and so what does that mean the devil does not have control over my desire but he has control over my temptation i don't have I have some control over my temptation, but what, no matter how well I control it, it will come at some point. It's somebody following. It says, Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, brings forth what? Death. So, media, please write this equation for me. 
desire plus temptation equals sin. And when sin iterates itself, it brings death. Let's illustrate. I am temptation. PLT, come on, be uh, desire. Yeah, uh, desire, temptation. I have desire. The desire is on the inside of me. Temptation. She's my temptation. I can see my temptation and not engage it. If I engage it and I'm intimate with it, guess what's going to happen? Jamie, come and come and be seen. I'm going to produce sin. That's why it's wearing black. <laughs> produce sin. Sin. But the problem with sin is that sin is on the production line too. What will it produce? So every time I don't control my desire, I'm sharpening a knife in the spirit to kill something. This is the reason self-control it's not every time you're angry everybody must hear because if you look with your lips you'll be loose with your private part sometimes control is control is control if you can't control your attitude your mood your giving your service and all of that when the real one that is raging inside your body comes it's going to be tough desire plus temptation equals sin now the devil cannot give me desires as it were but it can advertise. One of my preacher friends said to me, he got on television years and years ago and said to me, he said, you know, one of the things I discovered, I mean, television is not what it is, what it was then now. But something I discovered about television is I noticed that if people see you and they, they are indifferent about it, they don't like you, but you're consistently exposed or they're exposed to you, after a while they start liking you. So the devil knows what the devil will do is he will bring Fanta, monitor your mood. It didn't really work. Okay, he'll bring Coca-Cola, monitor your mood. Uh, it didn't really work. He'll bring Sprite. You are jumping all over the place. You're all over. Ah, oh boy, we'll stay with Sprite, Lim Car, Bitter Cola, Team, Crest. Do you get Schweppes, Seven Up, Mountain Dew? By the time we bring like ten of them. Two or three will do the trick. So the devil said, The prince of this world is coming. But guess what? He has nothing in me. You cannot use a Samsung remote control to change the channels of a, tele, a, a Toshiba television. So what do I master? Don't master temptation, master desire. This is why selflessness is part of mastery, it's part of governance. Prayer, vigil, fasting. Long fastings will help you. Oh, long fasting. And my body is feeling sort of funny. That's not the reason I do long fasting. Like, ah, so then Peter is doing long fasting. That's no. But but if my body needs some discipline sometimes, God, we're going to do some spontaneous fast. Are you following that? What are you doing when you do that? Desire. You are conquering desire. You are mastering desire. That's what you're doing. Some of us we gratify ourselves all the time you want donuts you buy it you want meat pie you buy it when you see fine boy you will buy him go 
covenant. Thank you very much. Everybody, let's stand and pray. Zoniga Dabina Mahasiblas. Roteke Fesilebedi Shapila Tabasas. Some of you need to really cry before the Lord today. No jokes. This is not a call to kills, but it's a call to repentance. How are we going to influence the nations if we cannot influence our hormones? And you know, in this sexual journey, a purity journey, many of us are in different places. I like the way Gift said it earlier. The more imaginative and more creative you are, the more you have to work on this. My mind is so active. <laughs> you have no idea. I think it was Uche. Where's Uche? Uche left a comment on my post yesterday. You're like, Sai, your mind is so rich. That's what you said. And that really touched me. It's true. The richer your mind, the more you can spend it. You don't understand? <laughs> so every day I'm governing my mind. Some of you don't have that struggle. In fact, what we're saying now is all alien some of you. Some of you are like that, but they're in a minority. You are eunuchs. I thought I was going to get there today. Matthew 19. Something like eunuchs. They have no sexual desire. They have no... But if you're that person, you need to either interrogate if it started at some point, maybe abuse or frigidity or whatever. But if that's your natural state, you're possibly not supposed to get married. As in, no, not low libido, no. So this is what I'm talking about. Your body has never done giz giz. You've never had an erection. Nothing. Maybe you are supposed to be an intercessor for the rest of us. Lifetime. And if you're going to get married, make sure you discuss it with the person you're going to get married to so that you don't frustrate the guy with overflowing resources. Can you cry to the Lord? Say, Lord, I open the door to my heart, to my mind, to my conversations. I open the door. What do I mean open the door? Are we not the church? Well, Revelations 3 is written to the church and Jesus said, I stand at the door and I knock. Which means that the doors of many churches are closed to Jesus. The doors of many believers are closed. On certain matters, God, you can tell me about giving but don't tell me about purity. God, you can tell me about parenting but don't tell me about keeping myself together. Open the door. Open the door. Next week, will be very interesting we're going to have some couples on stage talking about marriage sharing with us we're going to have young couples we're going to have more advanced couples as well just to share and we'll round off the series with some definite prayers and stuff the week after can you pray some of us we know something is a temptation but we like to go there we'll go there you go past the night you go to the club you do all of those things you keep late night sometimes it's not even that you have plans but why why are you outside by 11 p.m why are you eating suya with those people that are always telling you about their escapades one day curiosity will turn this lion into a cat and hopefully not kill the cat my wife will tell you in my years in our eight years i've come home late at night how many times estimate estimate like after 10 30 or something after 10 like and that we're not together 
maybe like five times. Maybe like five times. And usually maybe an extended meeting typically is that like a very extended meeting that we're not together that she didn't know I was going to get home late. It's not by time because people can't do things in the morning. Morning devotion. But I'm just talking about some decisions that you don't have to announce but there are things that you do to help yourself and the whole world. Please pray to your God this afternoon. It's okay to make an altar on your knees or on your face or turn your face to a wall. Everybody here has an area where they need the help of God. And I've found that light is such a powerful tool in this battle. Okay, PLT is adding couch comes apart from couch convos. Five. Maybe six, maybe seven, less than ten anyway. Yes, that's average of once per year. <laughs> but don't miss don't miss the point. The point is don't overexpose yourself. You can study Proverbs 7. Stronger men than you have fallen. Stronger men, stronger women than you. As you grow in life, you might begin to discover some things and realize that even strong men have their weak points and strong women have their weak moments and when those weaknesses are not managed properly for some they have to be managed through life through life some people they're going to struggle with this thing forever so their consecrations have to be very very extreme i know a man of god who does not work with any lady at all never ever and it was later I discovered. Now I'm not saying every man of God, you know, doesn't work with ladies, or I mean, yeah, or that doesn't work with ladies. This happened to them. But later I discovered that stuff had happened, and so they just felt let's go very, very, very extreme. And but at the same time, I know people who work with multitude of ladies nothing ever happens and people walk with most of, of guys and nothing ever happens but you don't want to expose yourself to undue temptation because you had your body's dust so can you ask god lord invade my private space purge me whatever residue is on me from childhood from a movie from my last relationship from what my mom said to me for some of us the wells of our sexuality have been poisoned by our mothers and our fathers by what they said or what they did for some of us our souls are vexed daily because you see your dad carrying women up and down and then as much as it irritates you what you might not know is that he's wearing something down in your soul same thing for women some of you, you see your mothers do stuff with men ask god lord help me in this area i do not want to reproduce what i hate i do not want to duplicate what i despise i do not some of you discovered later in life that your dad actually had two or three children outside or that one of your siblings actually did not come from your mom pray these things need prayers these things need a deep surgical intervention and say holy spirit my anger cannot fix it the word says the wrath of man does not work the righteousness of god so the father you are angry at it does not mean you will not repeat it and many of us we need to study our family lines we have to we have to because 
these things can happen in cycles except you make a different set of choices i wrote a white paper thing i've not posted i said you may have inherited your weaknesses but you owe posterity better choices you may have inherited your weaknesses your weakness for women your weakness for money for fame for alcohol maybe inherited true some of your struggles did not start with you but you owe posterity better choices better choices under God somebody pray I want you to pray like Pastor Dami said you might not be able to pray out loud because of the sensitivity of it for somebody you're not just even praying for yourself you're praying for your brother and your sister at home you know you stumbled on something but because maybe you don't have a close relationship or you don't even know what to say to them or how to say it uh, pray for them at this moment pray for them at this moment intercede uh, you've tried to send them devotional you've tried to invite them to church but nothing is working i want you to pray for that boy that girl i want you to pray for some of you are teachers you've seen some things your students have done some of them have come to actually tell you pray for them at this moment that the grace of god extends to them that the light of god illuminates their path and that darkness flees in the mighty name of jesus that they are brought out out of that sinking sand and set on solid rock to stand in the mighty name of jesus that patterns and family patterns and self-imposed patterns will not have a hold on them and if it's you still be continue to pray for yourself in the mighty name of jesus see yourself more than this out of this some of you some of you in the past not now in jesus name, i've just resigned this is it whoa i've tried i've prayed i've bound i've, I've studied it's not working this is just a weakness in me no there is deliverance and it's available today in the mighty name of jesus don't defer your miracle don't defer your gift don't defer what god has already done thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit uh, p downs has said it for some it's it's bad but it's it's not as bad as you think it's bad but you know how your mind can just make you feel like you're the worst person alive and that feeling just cripples you it cripples you god is gooder than the bad thank you father for your grace thank you father for your word that brings liberation thank you because we are justified by christ thank you father because we are one in christ Thank you, Father, because he who the Son has set free is free indeed. Thank you, Father, because the accuser of the brethren has no place in us. The prince of this world has come and he will find nothing in us. Thank you, Father, for victory by the blood of Jesus and by the words of our mouth, by the words of our testimonies. We are victorious in the name of Jesus. We are victorious in the name of Jesus. We command the devil to flee. The Bible says we should resist the devil and he will flee. We resist you today, devil. We stand strong and we stand confident. We are not afraid. We are not ashamed. We are not shy. We are not begging. We are not appealing. We are not negotiating. We are saying be gone in the name of Jesus. We have a hold of our desires. We can say no to temptation and we decree and declare that sin will no longer produce death in our lives because Christ has come to give us life and come to give us life abundantly in the name of Jesus so no matter what you want to do devil roll over your head be angry shout 
double temptations. We decree and declare that we have overcome. We have overcome because we are not just conquerors. We are more than conquerors in the name of Jesus. And so no temptation, no height, no depth, no angel, no demon can separate us from this victory that we have in Christ. We affirm it today. We declare it from the mountaintop that we have victory in Christ. Victory of our sin, victory of our death, victory of our bodies, victory of our lusts in all its forms and fashions. That the things that held us down will become testifiers and helpers of others. That when we come to the body of Christ, we are coming to join wholeness with wholeness. We are coming to join wholeness with wholeness. Devil, we've chased you out of this space. Thank you for your understanding, Holy Spirit. We cannot feel what we know. We give you all the praise, our Father, in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Can somebody glorify Jesus? Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.